0: Well, hello everyone, and welcome to a very special Leo and Danny show. Why is it special, Danny boy? Because Nico's in the car, Leo, and he's nothing if not special. That's right. Right off camera to the right, Nico has his little wee-wee out of his pants. He does. We uh, have been looking at it for morale boost for about three hours in the car now. It's nice. My, My morale... I feel like it's like as if I could drive all the way down to maybe a Central American country, perhaps all the way down to like Argentina. Yeah, we, we we'd, we'd go so far we'd become mechanics because we'd be so good with the car by then. This car, by the way, is fucked up right now. Yeah, it's after we got done shooting four, now four, I guess, glorious videos in San Francisco. We come back into our car. We've eaten some edibles, Leo. Oh yeah. We're ready to relax and take the six hour drive back to Los Angeles from San Francisco. And what happens? The brake doesn't give and the shifter won't let me go from park to reverse to get out of the parking garage. Right. And so what did we do? I I get my wallet out and I say, let a Mexican take care of it. And a Latino man came and he manned up. He was white. Damn it, dude. I thought he was a Latino, Latino. He was a yeah, Latino. He was a Latino. just trying to fight your prejudice. Fucking we call asshole. a Latino. He comes. He goes, hey, dog. I think you're just not putting that elbow grease into your into your shifter, bro. You're not putting that elbow grease into it, dog. He was right. Well, first he pulled up though, and he was like, oh man, he didn't have that much of an accent, Leo. I'm sorry. All right. But he was just like, oh man, I don't know. This is not my my area of expertise. And he made it sound like, and he also had to say, also, we can't tow you out of here. It's too compact. So I thought, what? We're gonna have to bring in a transmission expert. There's like one of them in the northern part of the state. What's gonna happen here? I got all my guys and my girl. What's up, Ashley? We do have a transsexual woman in the in the back. We have that. It's good. It's a good thing to have on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's our pocket trans. It's like our spare like tire. It's it's better than a spare tire because it talks and it walks and it, it fucks f- and it fucks. <laughs> f- so that's good. So Ashley, the, the Latino, Latino man. Admit. So tell me about. Did you feel a little emasculated when the Latino man got into your car and just manhandled that shifter into fucking oblivion? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was like watching a more capable man fuck your wife to orgasm. Right. And then the car just started purring for him. And it was good as gold. But then, Leo. Yeah, I got the fucking last laugh because he forgot his wallet and he was stuck in the garage and I had to offer my gringo, no mechanical knowledge fucking credit card to him to get him out. Uh, Dude, he was at my mercy. I could have been like, hey, thanks for fixing my car. Enjoy rotting, enjoy fucking rotting in the parking garage for all eternity. But I let him out. That was a strange parking lot to say the least. It smelled very, very much like urine. And we were accosted by two security guards because they thought we were being shady. They live in San Francisco, and they looked at us and they thought me, you, and Nico, and Ashley were committing a crime. Were they just trans folks? Yeah, it was two African-American security guards came up to me, and while I was incidentally trying to take a piss and make the place smell even more like yours. Yeah. And they were uh, really, really harassing us, and it made me realize what it feels like to be racially profiled. Correct. They pinned us as thieves. I think it's because you might look a slightly like a Ukrainian. Yeah, and they could be out here thieving. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not the, put the that Ukrainians. Out there auto, but, the, you know, you know everybody knows that Russians and Ukrainians are number one as far as auto theft. That's their mm. shit. Haven't you seen Gone in sixty seconds? I haven't. It's probably about Russians stealing I cars. I believe it is about Ukrainians specifically uh, robbing a lot of cars in sixty seconds. That's I, the actually, idea. Actually, look it up. Look yeah. it up. Yeah, look it up. Who's the protagonist? Is that the word? Yeah. In. Gone in sixty seconds. Gone in sixty seconds is what happens when uh, fucking Nico's girlfriend lays eyes on his penis. She just fucking <laughs> grabs her purse and is out the door in sixty seconds. Yeah, as I said,
1: it's Nicholas Cage. It's gone in sixty seconds.
0: Nico, how many excuses has uh, Jill given you this week uh, in regards to not having sex with you? I want to hear a couple. <laughs> this is fucked up. It is. I'm sorry. This is... I only saw her
1: one day. Okay,
0: well, I what knew, was the excuse so... that day? What did she say? Didn't ask did you try She's to get to make it? He, he had sex exactly. with her without consent, Leo, is what happened. All right, well, was your cane corso upset? Nico has a cane corso dog that we think he fucks. And whatever Leo and I think is basically universal fact, so he yeah. does fuck it. He um, fucks his cane corso. When uh, when Nico has uh, sexual relations with his cane corso, uh, it... it It's a little traumatizing because he does realize that even though the cane corso is not human, it is still uh, felt a bigger penis in the dog world than uh, than the wee-wee, so. Yeah, yeah, uh, those dogs, sometimes I see pit bulls walking down the street with cocks that are unquestionably girthier than mine, just totally limp, (laughs) and now I get it, like, I get why chicks occasionally flip on some German Shepherd porn just a big it's like watching beauty and the beast dude yeah i mean we're in l.a is bestiality beauty and the beast is bestiality and what girl has not been like when they turned him into
2: a prince i was so mad i wanted him to stay the the beast with all the hair and
0: yeah i remember that it's everybody it's all women right every let's (laughs) ask the resident woman here you know i'm not gonna Woman, quote unquote. All want the beast. Um just they kidding, all want that's me. You're a woman. Do you want the beast? Tell us about your experience with beauty and the beast. i want the beauty.
2: I'm the beast.
0: Okay, no, I mean you 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 are taking
2: hormones. You're not gonna be able to hear it
0: actually too well. well, so you're gonna have to repeat whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Ah! Okay. <laughs> Some energy good? No, what I'm saying is uh well you're taking these uh this medication that's making you more dainty, correct? Yes. So when you say you are you are a beast, are we talking about an inner beast? Maybe.
2: I mean, maybe, but there's also masculinity that I have. All right. And heaven, it's there, and it's peace.
0: All right, cool. Yeah, cool, Ashley. It is what it is. Uh, I'm I'm less educated on the trans issue, having spoken to you. Yeah, I'm uh, now. I'm just confused even more.
2: long oh, I'm, I'm comparing it to a Beauty, which would be like a hot white object.
0: When you watch Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Did your wiener go up for the beast or oh, up for Bell? Bell or the beast? Belle. For Bell. Yeah. You're a Bell fan. Yeah, Belle, Yeah. Danny, what was your favorite Disney prince, Belle, uh, Belle, princess? princess. If you had to, and think about this, and think about their backgrounds and where they live, who would you have? Who would you like to have one night with? Dude, I, think, who would you fuck? I, I think you. I think you. No, I think you know the answer to this, Leo. Obviously, Mulan, because I like the Asians. Oh my god, what and yeah, you do I like a cheetah who can get shit done. What with a fucking. but
2: but she's trans. No, she's, she's not, not trans. A fucking
0: asshole. She's, fake trans. she's not. She's, she's not, not trans. trans. They wouldn't Whoa. allow that in the Meiji <laughs> Dynasty China. All right. Well, with what you know from the movie, yeah, I want you to kind of give me like a breakdown on how you would attempt to sleep with Mulan. I would be like, first of all, I would. What I would do was I would cover myself in baking soda, Leo. Yeah. Um, Is that okay so far? Baking soda. Yeah. I'd cover myself in baking soda. You're right, doing a white face. I put on a rice picker hat. I okay, tiptoe is, into her village. That's. I'd ram, I'd rattle her bamboo window one night, and I'd go, "Ooh, ooh, Mulan, I am your ancestor." And while posing as her ancestor, maybe her uncle, maybe her stepfather. Okay. I would be like, "There's a man who will come. He's a white devil who will come to
2: the village. Sleep with him." But why? But why would I sleep with the white devil?
0: You <laughs> sound like a maid, dude. Hey, fuck you sound like dude. a house cleaner. You don't, don't sound like Mulan. I'm sorry, Mulan. Uh, <laughs> she sings beautifully in that. You sound like a Lupe, I, a four four point eleven Guatemalan. But
2: Guatemala. why would I sleep with the white devil, ancestor? Mm. <laughs> because the white devil
0: have a slightly larger penis than Chinese man. <laughs> what?
2: <did laughs> slightly larger, they just are, slightly. But only, well, that's nice. I mean, I, I thought that they were all just tiny. I don't know, dude, this is so, I'm sorry, dude. Asian white
0: man not afraid to go into public without COVID
2: mask. Oh. That's really cool. I haven't seen a face in five years. Uh, there oh, I go, dude.
0: That's how I do it. <laughs> All right, not bad, dude. And then I stroll in the town, and I'm just like, hey. Oh, what's up? What's your name? Oh, Mulan? How about that? And then she, wow. like, what her fucking fake ancestors exactly. say. She go and pray that night. But then what if she just continues calling for the ghost of, like, you? What if you have to make visits to her three, four times a week now as that ghost? And Le- Leo, in order to manipulate the relationship. Yeah, dude, this is, I pop in.
1: Ooh. Which is your ancestor? Oh, ancestor, speak to me.
0: Oh, you have a second hole on your pelvis. Oh my Just below your vagina. Oh my make god. Use. Make you make you Danny, you're telling me that you would you would use your <laughs> You would pretend to be a ghost, an ancestor of an Asian woman, in order to manipulate her into doing anal? Yeah, dude, no, I just said sick. sick. Dude, you think I'd say stuff You're sadistic, mean? dude. You're sadistic. With, like, what kind of, how are you gonna convince her about the lube, you know? You she's she's gonna be really religious. She's gonna be really religious? Like, you can't, like, introduce, like, a foreign liquid in well, the I would, Leo, I would love to hear what you think Mulan's religion was. She was a Buddhist. She might have been, I don't know what she was. I don't Definitely know. Definitely a Buddhist. I don't know, something something crazy. But, uh, I mean, do you think it's unethical what I'm doing? I think it's slightly unethical. Well, you asked me my favorite Disney princess. Yeah. And obviously it's the Asian one, and I'll do whatever's necessary. Well, I mean, who I, do you like, Moana, like the obese Pacific Islander well, well, before chick? Before I go, we need our resident Disney expert to, to tell us who he would sleep with and how. Who? Nico, you.
1: Um,
0: I, I was going to turn the camera around. But... I
1: do you have not needed right. um i would choose fuck dude you can't say
0: ariel because she's like 15 in that movie okay uh, nico why, why mermaid dude mermaid ears are longer
1: is
2: that it ourselves?
0: it's, it's like dog ears. Longer. yeah, yeah you so can she's, like, she's, a, she's a fucking geriatric geriatric bitch dude she's old dude leo you would love mermaids because they can only give you dumb. nah they got a slot I heard about it. <laughs> you heard about the mermaid? Sport? I read it. I read it in school, dude. Damn. That's something I learned. It was wow. like in middle school. Wow, that wasn't a huge. Waste it was in of time. Captain's Courageous, a great book. And uh, there was there was basically there was sex between a mermaid and a and a, and a guy a uh a guy that was working on a ship. Well, I hope she got harpooned after he came. Nico. is oh
1: Incredible. Mrs. They incredible? The mom right there,
0: she has yeah. big tits, right? Yeah, big ass. She doesn't have a big ass and big titties. Dude. Damn, dude. I no, think okay. the Kardashians were missing, the, they were them one year for Halloween. Wow. So that's what you know what they look like. You yes. know what I'm saying? Okay. All right, I'm gonna sleep with Princess Jasmine. I'm gonna eat her ass upon okay. meeting her. Okay. And I will uh I will act I will do this because I will be one of the servants who has that as his job. huh. And it's one they're handsome servants. So I would be like a handsome servant. I'd probably be working, maybe fanning her, you know, massaging her feet and eventually she would just wanna leave with me because I'm so handsome and so funny Mm -hmm. I would be like I would be doing local like comedy shows in Baghdad you know kind of hitting the local comedy scene to get a little name you know and then Mm -hmm. on the side work as her leaf blower leaf holder guy Mm -hmm. but eventually yeah eventually that that anal uh, lingus would turn into some anal hopefully if not just doggy style Uh, she could have a mirror maybe to look at me pounding her from behind because it's always a nice view Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pretty sure she would present me to her father as her uh, future husband, and he would cut my head off. So hey, I would end up being dead. Yeah, and you'd, you'd be like the street rat with the monkey as your friend. Yeah, or I would escape. I would escape because you would help me out. The local squire. I, don't know if I would, dude. The I don't local scribe. Well, you were busy chasing the pussy. I'd be after that lamp because I want them wishes, dude. I get, you know, when you'd be in fucking Aladdin. You'd be Jafar, dude. You'd be the evil bastard. I, I would be a Middle Eastern sorcerer. Yeah. No, dude, I'd be the I'd be the genie, dude, because I make dreams come true. And you I mean actually, the play. did I not make your dream come true? You made them come true. Yeah, I make that dreams a, come true. I'm the genie. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, the part the Broadway part of I'm the, the, the genie, genie is like is the most sought after Broadway part for men. One of the most sought after. He does like a rap sequence, kind of. It's not. It's I, I not, You that. don't have to have a great. No, you don't have to have an amazing voice. But I, I don't know. know who says. I mean, I do have an amazing voice. So I don't know why any of the discount like that. Me, you know, I'm sorry. I uh, you know, your voice is uh, nice. I think that it could, you know, I mean, a couple lessons here and there might uh, help us grow as a channel. You know what I mean? Uh, whatever. Uh, we uh, probably, hey, I'll pay for them. Hey, listen, uh, uh, who unequivocally, unequivocally bombed on the Blink-182 vocal portion? You know what, dude? I'm going to go and biggest. say I'm very coachable, and, who and killed, I had, a bad, who I had killed, a bad coach. Who killed the Paul McCartney vocals on the Beatles song? All right. I'm going to one-up you here. Who, who sang Nesum Dorma? and the subways of Los Angeles, so gnarly that people actually clapped. There was a guy that, that did fentanyl, and might have been one of the last hits he ever took, and he laid his head back and enjoyed my singing. Who gave a French horn concerto in Corpus Christi, Texas, that left a young Latino boy speechless? That was you, dude. That was you. Don't try to front. On the fucking musical shit, dude. Because right, dude, you, you be gotta on that one. You got You me on will that be one. buried. You will be buried by a oh, bunch yeah. of half notes and oh, treble yeah. claps and flats oh, and fucking yeah. You know who one of both of us, dude? Who? The man who we made wear a goddamn bird beak and sing yeah. at an audition in Corpus Christi, Texas. Nico, you wanna sing a little before us right now? Yeah, you gotta. You gotta sing. And I guy. gotta yeah, so film this fuck. You don't need to do not just no, 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 no Nico, can you really... give us Rocket Man? Yeah, all your passion, all... but really, like dig deep, dig deep, dig deep, Nico. Dig deep.
1: Come on.
0: Come on. She
1: packed my bags last night pre-flight. Oh wow. Zero hour, nine a.m. And I'm gonna be. High oh God, dude. As a kite by then.
0: Oh, dude, dude, I got man. goosebumps, man. Let me get that course, Nico. I need some course. Oh, that's and nice. I think
1: it's going to be a long, long time Until touchdown brings me around again to find I'm not the man they think I am at all Oh, no, no, no I'm a rocking man A rocking man Burning out his fuse up there alone
0: Listen, guys, I wanted to share a little of about one of our biggest supporters and uh, my favorite thing to use when I need to ship something because we all need a side gig nowadays right you need a side gig in order to be able to survive enjoy uh, your life a little bit more with some extra coin in your pocket yeah ship station helps you save money when you're shipping those things why because it effortlessly integrates with any of the services they use to ship and it finds you the lowest price I Use it every single time I ship anything that I'm working on. Right now, octobo Rings. I'm working on a Leo and Danny shirt will be used. uh, I will be using ShipStation here shortly. But um, there's over 100,000 users that use ShipStation. And all of these people agree that it's, 98% of the businesses that start using ShipStation continue using ShipStation. So I'm telling you guys, get it. If you wanna save money, it's a great product. That's why they're still supporting us because you guys are supporting them as well. But, but please, I'm going to tell you something that you should uh, uh, take advantage of right now. All right. Go to ShipStation.com and use code LDS today and sign up for your free 60-day trial, guys. That's a lot of shipping costs that you're going to save. 60-day trial, guys. Go to ShipStation.com and use code LDS today and sign up for your free 60-day trial, guys. Support ShipStation. They should support us. Wow, we, uh I'm crying, dude. Nico, wow. we, we really want to do another music video. It's going to be about Elton John. I don't know like what the backstory is going to be, but we want to do it simply because there's so much potential in having Nico sing that song in a ridiculous costume that <laughs> we just change <laughs> the lyrics to Wee Wee Man. Oh my I'm God. a wee wee man. Can you do it with the wee wee man right now, Nico? you do it with the wee wee man? I can't do it with the wee man. Because he I can't, can't sing. I can't sing like you, Nico. I, can't I can't wish sing. I could. So with Giulio Dottavio, when I was 12 years old, he gave me a hint about the future. He said, listen, kid, the guys that get the most pussy, they sing. And he gave me some examples. Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, both members of the Rat Pack, obviously. The Beatles.
1: Just keep naming artists, dude. Yeah,
0: that's now that we're just talking to the Beatles, I mean, you can just keep naming people. All right, well, we're Jefferson naming... Airplane. Stop. Fucking dude. some 41. Guys. Stop, dude. They <laughs> got a lot of posse. Tom Is it well known that some 41 got a lot of posing? Because I don't believe uh, probably, it. I don't believe it. They probably did. I don't believe so, it. So, Leo, I think we should tell the story of what happened as we were leaving San Francisco that didn't even get captured on camera. Yeah, that was incredible that's because... funny. All right, so we're in a 7-Eleven. Danny, uh, after shoots... You would think that there's an off button, but uh the weirdest, strangest part about Danny is once we are done with an eighteen fucking thousand step day, and we literally uh, on a shoot, we will walk between fifteen thousand to twenty two thousand steps. That's about ten miles over over twenty. That's twenty miles, guys. Ten thousand steps is about no. It's over ten miles. Sorry, I'm exaggerating. It's over ten miles of walking, which is like a, a, a maybe two trips to Disneyland for Nico, right? So anyway, we're walking all that at the end at the end of this day. He decides that. At a Seven Eleven, he needs to start screaming things, and I'm gonna let you do it because uh, you know I want to. I want. I don't want to do it any, you know any harm. Do it. Go ahead. So I walk up to Leo. Leo is getting a drink out of the cooler. There's a homeless man between me and Leo. Yeah. And we're dressed <laughs> kind of different. It's not really clear. Leo and I are with each other, so I just yell at Leo. You know how many dicks I've sucked to get where I am in life. <laughs> And the homeless guy just kind of looks at me like weird, like, what'd you say? What's the problem? And I'm just like, and then Leo kind of chimes in too, pretends he doesn't know me, like, yeah, man, what are you yelling about? And I just kind of go like, ah, fuck, dicks. (laughs) A little bit later, I see the homeless man again, and I just yell, I can suck a dick further than I can throw it. (laughs) Correct. So this is where it gets interesting. Yeah, nothing too exciting yet. But then I go up to the counter to pay. I'm at the front of the line, the line's about five people long, Leo's number three or four in line, and while I'm ringing up my Skittles and my water, the homeless man walks out into the middle of the empty 7-Eleven floor, (laughs) makes a stand and goes, hey, clerk, this guy's saying some really disrespectful stuff in the store. (laughs) Just this scruffy homeless man, and mind you, I'm in a suit. (laughs) <laughs> the bit we did required me to wear a suit. So I immediately go, what are you saying to me, Vagrant? And now I'll do the Indian guy. Why don't you get out of here, man? <laughs> to who does he say to that to? To the bum, to the bum. He goes, why don't you get out of here, man? He didn't say it, he didn't say it. That's and a, then uh, the bum, last ditch effort,
2: shaking, looks over at me and goes, wasn't he talking to you? When he said that, and I go, excuse me, sir? And
0: what was he saying? He goes, something about sucking cock.
2: And yeah,
0: I'm like, no. I denied no, it, dude. Leo long. denies it. We denied it. And then the fucking uh, the clerk just to go, get out of here, man. And I look at the bomb, and I go, buddy, I just worked 80 hours this week in an investment bank. <laughs> I don't have time for these kinds of shenanigans. <laughs> And the bum just leaves so fucking dejected. And then uh, like, so everybody's like, okay, a crazy guy just accused a fucking businessman of sucking dick. But then as I'm, I am fucking pay for my shit and I'm using <laughs> my butt to open the door, my hands full of supplies, I look at the clerk and I go, on the real though, I do suck a shit ton of cock. <laughs> and then I'm out, dude. They, uh, I think they loved it, dude. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I think they loved it. <laughs> So also, we should, I mean, look, it's its immature, I get it, right? But we also at I mean, we have a, uh, we have, I don't know what it is, I call it a tradition when, whenever we see a Latino busboy or a Latino waiter, Danny requests something. You want to tell him what you request me, I, the yeah. request I do every time there's a Latino that well, comes to serve us. Leo speaks Spanish, and there's, um, you know, a, a little piece of information I want him to relay to that staff. Yeah. That is, the that Nico has a small penis. So uh, usually I go, uh, Senor, uh, este aqui Nicolas tiene un pene muy pequeño, <laughs> and uh, it pretty much is like it make it gives me the same feeling that I get when I when I really hit like a, a hardcore joke at a comedy club because the Latino will then just absolutely like his day is now made. His eyes widen up. He laughs and he goes, "Oh, wow!" And there's different reactions, you know, like, "Oh, I'm sorry for him," or, "Oh, poor guy," or they ask him if it's true, you know. About 99% of them die laughing, and yeah. I think like one ever has had a bad time out of it. But we just we're so confident they'll always love it. We were walking out of my apartment before we left on this road trip, and there were like some Mexican dudes doing concrete, and um, I just tell Leo like right away that anything tell him Nico's got a small cock. Leo tells him they fucking die laughing. Oh, yeah. And then we go to number two. Tell them we get a lot of pussy. Oh, yeah. Leo tells him, How do you say that, Leo? Uh, nosotros uh, agarramos muchas panochas. They all die laughing and they want to yeah. know who gets the most pussy ranked one through three. Yeah. That's just how Latinos, they love us. They love our sense of humor. They love it. Uh, but I will say this, though. This has been, we're coming back from a shoot in uh, Sacramento and. Uh, and San Francisco, and this has been one of the most wild shoots I think I, we've ever done. Would you agree, Danny? A hundred percent, because of what happened yesterday. Yeah, and we can get into it, I guess, because uh, it's it's. we're going to talk about it when the video comes out again, I'm sure, but we saved a junkie. We saved a woman that was dying, was overdosing from fentanyl. And uh, I guess, you know, you found the guy, Danny, so why don't you re- recount how you how this all happened, this rabbit hole? I mentioned rabbit hole that day, though. Do you remember what I said, like, we should get in some one of those rabbit holes? Sure, yeah. So what happened was we'd already filmed two days in a row, long trip, we're kind of tired. We got into San Francisco a little bit later in the day. There was a point where I actually thought, like, hey, maybe we just go to sleep tonight, we just lay low, we film a shit ton of stuff tomorrow. Thank God we didn't do that. Yeah. Because after filming, uh, you know, a relatively minor bit in Chinatown where, I mean, you know, with us, a minor bit is a a head figure in the Chinese mafia threatened to beat our ass for trying to join in on a Chinese card game. Yeah. (laughs) That was, that's a minor bit for us. But after that, you know, the, the video hasn't started cooking yet. I see a hunched over bum walking down the sidewalk, asking us if we have Narcan. Correct. I know, I think Nico and Leo, too, probably dismissed this guy as just another junkie, like, yeah. let's not waste our time, let's right. get moving, let's look for some activity. But I, you know, I, I wanna hear what the fella has to say. So I go over there, and he's really upset that Leo and I, two upstanding tax-paying Americans, don't have Narcan on us. Man, you don't have Narcan, man, and, man come on. And I remember going to, looking at Leo, i like, Leo, you lunkhead, dude. You forgot your Narcan again, dude? Are you Are supposed to never leave the house Without it yeah. but then he tells us that his girlfriend is overdosed in his apartment correct and now suddenly I'm thinking of Pulp Fiction I'm thinking of like a fucking I don't know a night out with the band Nirvana where like a roadie is passed out like I've never been around an overdosed person right. so right away I'm like holy fuck, that sounds serious I'm really curious can we follow you up and I remember we still were kind of joking around in light because, we, because we'd because never been around that kind of situation, we didn't believe it. I feel like we didn't believe there was really somebody overdosed. Yes. So, Danny's the first to set eyes on her. He, uh, We basically convince him, camera rolling, and I'm talking shoulder rig, Nico has a shoulder rig on, and we get into his, what I presume is like a, it's almost like a homeless shelter but I don't wanna call them homeless. It was all Chinese people that were living in rooms that were about the size of what, Dan? Would you say they were like 10 by 10? Ooh, I'm not good with measurements, but they were room for a bed. And a sink. And a sink, that's basically it. I mean, you you could do some sit-ups on the floor next to the bed and maybe you could do the butterfly stretch in in yoga, like fucking in front of the sink. Right. There's not much room for much else going on in there. No, communal bathrooms. Yeah. And uh, not a lick of English, anyone in there. uh, Except for the junkie. Except for the junkie. Not his wife, I mean, she was overdosing, no English from her, but the main guy. Now, Nico was a true star, I would say. Yeah, he was. He went in there, he put his ear right up through her mouth, her fentanyl-infested mouth. Yes. He put his ear right up to her. Nico long ago was a hero over there at Anderson's Pea Soup. Anderson's Pea Soup, if you remember that, when Nico had his famous joke. Um, Anyway, he goes in there and then for some, he watches a lot of Rogan. And I'm not gonna lie, it comes in handy often for Nico. And this was one of the times it came in handy. Tell us, Nico, what you did to the woman after putting your ear to her to her mouth. And leave out the part where you pulled your wee wee out and fucked her. Yeah, leave it <laughs> leave out the leave out the part when the guy went outside to talk to like uh Danny and you. You, uh, you dropped your pants and you put your penis into her mouth for yeah, a second. That was unbecoming, Nico, so we'd prefer it doesn't grace our podcast. We're not gonna be able to show it anywhere, maybe on Patreon if you're okay with it, but I mean, I, I was rolling my cell phone. I know that you told me not to, but I was. Yeah. So. so what happened, Nico, leaving that out? Um, uh, I just,
1: they always talk about this thing called a sternum rub, and you like put your, cause she was breathing, faint pulse. So faint you just, pulse. Just like take your fist,
0: you put it like. Hey! Uh, whoa, 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 Don't touch me. I was just trying to point. Don't touch Jesus. me. Whoa. <laughs> Don't touch the driver, dude. I'm like, ah! ah. So he and did a stirrup. And then she would like
1: come in and out of consciousness and then you'd know she was breathing
0: because she'd be like, ah. You get, or, or be honest, you're going to masturbate to the experience.
1: Definitely not. Okay. I'm burn my hands off after touching that bitch. So she
0: was coming in and out of consciousness. The bum that told us he he wanted us to go get Narcan from CVS. Leo calls 911 the second we see this yeah. fucking chick actually passed out. I think she's dead. She looks dead. And faint pulse where I and, and she wasn't in and out of consciousness, Danny. She was she was able to make a noise. That's it. So we knew that she wasn't dead. Yeah. We put her on her side. The guy was worried that she was going to die. What is that noise? Uh, I don't know, my car is is absolutely falling apart. This thing needs to be replaced. I think I got it. It's over here. It's all right. I don't think there's anything we're gonna be able to do about and, it. it's all right. Anyway, so Nico basically made sure this woman was okay. Um, mentioned that I should do CPR at some point. I was gonna start doing chest compressions, if definitely if she wasn't breathing or didn't have a pulse. But she did, and the ambulance came, to their credit, in about a minute and a half. Yep. And they were in the building by two minutes, and... uh I will say, because everybody's done something heroic besides me, I, I was a professional on the phone with the fire department. Extremely. I, I was able to fucking direct them to where we were, and summon them in effectively he uses his white voice it's very concise I'm good on the phone I'm, yeah, I'm good at conveying info on the phone he can tell you exactly where a vehicle is uh, is you know is, is sidelined he can tell you um, where uh, a, an African-american man is committing a crime or any race. I don't know why I started with saying that it was an African-American. Yeah, you didn't app. need to specify, Leo. That was I'm so not sorry great. about that. That was not great. I'm sorry about that. I, uh, You know, I can get on the phone with a woman who's selling a car and the penny saver, yeah. and I can make her think I'm very interested in the purchase and get her to meet me in a parking lot later than she would usually, yes. say 10 p.m., right. but she trusts me because of how professional I sound on the phone. Right. And then what I do in that dark parking lot right. at 10 p.m., when when I meet her. I'm not going to specify. Correct. You get the idea, though. Right. It, it affords me interesting opportunities. It sure does. And uh, you know, uh, the, the best thing is that a lot of those women late at night don't ever really uh, get found. So when they're not, <laughs> if they're not found, uh, they can't really say anything about the experience. And, and uh, if, if that they don't say anything about it, it means it could have been positive. Yes what else this trip was i love san francisco for its beauty but the the fucking, the, the, the fire yeah. department came in though yes and they gave this lady narcan and she was immediately on her feet walking out getting into the ambulance the yes. fire fighters looked as if they were fucking making a cappuccino were not even rattled in the least by this they said 16 people overdosed and have to get rev- revived like every day in the tenderloin and uh, they let me ring the bell on the front of the fucking fire truck after. Yep. And they acknowledge that, yeah, Danny, Leo, and Nico are yeah. heroes. Yeah, the best thing. And they also gave Nico a popsicle. Don't know why. They gave but, him a popsicle. They gave him yeah. a sticker that said, best firefighter ever. Right. And I Nico, why, why are you still wearing that? Yeah, it's strange that why are you Why you wear are, that, <laughs> You've been wearing the sticker uh, ever since they handed it to you. And you kept talking about the guy with the mustache like he was like some sort of hero to you. Yeah, and he brought you up into the cab and let you sit on his lap, and he let you pull the horn for the uh, uh. And I mean, (laughs) we we all didn't want to talk about how strange it was that you even had this little voice that sounded like, you were making yourself kind of sound like a child when you yeah. were with the voice, right? Why like, did you have that you're voice? You like, oh, what does the big round thing do? But he's right. like, that's the steering wheel, little boy. <laughs> Nico, you know what a steering wheel is. Yeah, you said, uh, you, what was it that you said? You said, my dream is to be the
2: guy that drives the back of the, uh, of the fire truck. You know, he has the big wheel and he kind of helps it turn. I want to be that guy.
0: Yeah, Nico, you really lost it in the presence of the mustached man. Yeah, Can you explain yourself? What is it about firemen that excite you so much? I can't even tell myself,
1: I don't
0: know. Dude, by the way, fans have been hitting me up and they're like, dude, fucking, fuck Nico. Like, he really doesn't want you and Danny to get pussy. And I'm like, yeah. Let's talk about what else he doesn't want, Leo, because he's been, he has been such a little, demon about our stock picks lately. Oh my God, dude. So we have like, we know, we big brother Nico sometimes and we we say simple things like, hey man, why don't you set aside a couple hundred bucks to maybe put some money into some AI companies, maybe buy half an Nvidia, yeah. maybe buy a Tesla. Nico, you I mean, you're missing out on the, the AI revolution. I don't right. know if you knew that. Yeah, you definitely are. So we're trying to help him out. You know, he's younger than us. You know, we didn't start investing when we were his age, but we're trying to give him a leg up. And it's, it's not only that he resists investing, he also hates on our, you could say genius, genius moves in the market. So for instance, I, back in December, time Amazon at the true bottom. Wow. I pick up a, about 50 shares of AMI, For about, I don't know, 80 bucks back in December. Okay? Perfect bottom of the market. Now it's come up. Danny Mullen reaps a big profit. What are you going to do? Nico, when I show him that, Nico, you, I had never heard such jealousy in a man's voice. Right. Such jealousy. It was like, what the fuck, Danny? Like, this is bullshit. You're just you're just profiting and like, why are you taking that money out? Like Amazon needs that money to operate. You like, kept what? I, like, you kept, like Jeff Bezos yeah. needs more money, dude. Like you were so bummed that yeah. I had made a killer trade. Right. And Leo, he was all over you about your Tesla execution. Yeah, he dude. was. And, and I go, listen, wait, what? What's this concept you're speaking of? Believe it or not, guys, and I mean, and you might think that we're just making this up because it's going to sound absurd, but. Nico was trying to tell us that the way to trade is to buy high and sell at a loss. It was un, like it was unfathomable. It just didn't make any sense. We're like, what do you mean? If you put a hundred thousand in Amazon and, and it tanks, and you sell it at like fifty with a fifty percent? Oh my god, dude, my fucking brake jammed. Huh. Dude, yeah, I can't use cruise control anymore, dude. Fuck no, that. No, 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 don't use cruise control. Fuck, dude, this car needs to get to a shop ASAP, dude. Amen. Oh my God, dude, that almost just went, sorry, we'll get back to this, yeah. us, yeah. us no, talking hey, this about is this is real, this is real. The but... car has is, is, is been a piece of crap. <laughs> dude, like, like y- you know how the brake felt like it, we couldn't use it earlier? Yeah. It was like that while the fucking car was moving. I think <laughs> you gotta hit that e-brake if that happens again. Good call, Lee, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. good call. Dude, I'm going slow in the right lane, all so, that. Yeah,
1: you're gonna switch that to low gear because then the engine will slow the car down and then hit the fucking e
0: That's the emergency plan? Yeah. Dude, there was a lawsuit against a bunch of Toyotas that happened a while ago because they would lock at like 100 miles per hour and oh the people couldn't God. stop. Oh my God. We better not have a fucking situation like that on our heads. But oh. Nico, you, like, Nico said something. He said that it's like, he's like, uh, I, t- I told him, like, I do enough for this country by paying taxes. Correct. But Nico's like, no, you got to support the corporations too. Like, you don't need the money, Danny. Like, be like right. Jesus, you know, just give to the poor and wear a, wear a tunic. Right. And like he like seriously thinks I should wait until Amazon crashes and then sell. Right, and the thing is, you know, he mentioned that he knew. Like I don't think he knows anyone that works at Amazon, but he goes, "Why aren't you? Why don't you want to help a guy like Juan working in the in the warehouse or Jamal who's in charge of, of uh, you know uh, uh, human resources." At Amazon, and we're like, wait, those names are kind of, you know, signifying that you think only Latinos and blacks work in Amazon. Well, I mean, you know head of human it? resources is a good gig, so that's... Yeah. That is, I mean, yeah, that is a great gig. I've I visited a couple... I tell. Have you ever visited a human resources guy, Danny? I have. I've only been around human resources chicks when I worked at the capital of the state of California. They are all basically clones of each other. They are all 40-something yep. or late 30-something couple women. Couple kids? Couple kids, yep. uh, couple... Uh, a couple dozen extra pounds on them. Yeah. Usually we'll we'll say about 20 to 30 extra pounds usually. Semi-cute faces, basically the kind of women that made ABC rich watching Leo on The Bachelorette. That's 100% true and I got fired by one of those at The Great Indoors. Uh, They told me it was because I could never get off my cell phone but the truth is, I uh, was taking about two and a half hour breaks, and uh, you know, I'd uh, I'd go around. I had, I did have sex in the bathroom at the Great Indoors. I don't know if anybody found out about that, but I'm sure there were some rumors. I uh, I was a wild 24-year-old, but yeah, that was my, I had an encounter with HR, and they uh, they did let me go. They gave me a check, and they told me security was waiting. Fuck human resources, dude. Fuck human resources, Nico. You know who human resources is in this company?
1: Um, it's Dante, wasn't it? Or... It's, That'd uh, be
0: great. It's funny because no, yeah, it's not that. It's it should be Dante. I would love oh, Nickolbauer. I would Leo, do your Dante and be human resources. All right, we'll get. Oh, yo, what up, guys? So, um, uh, what's the problem today, man? Will you bring it to the table for the HR man? So, uh, Austin, uh, Austin's uh-huh. pissed because Ashley flashed her penis at Austin while we were shooting a podcast. All right, man. All right. As, Ashley, uh, Ashley, you work, uh, you work on a podcast, right? You, uh, you part-time third mic and stuff, yeah. And you decided, <laughs> uh, you decided to, uh, to show Austin uh, your, your penis. Did you ask him first? I don't think you asked Austin. Did you ask Austin before you showed that penis? All right, you didn't ask him. All right, that's, that's your one strike. Don't say that to nobody, dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to give you a hookup, motherfucker. Don't be saying that to nobody, all right? He had, just say that you had consent, all right? Okay, okay. Consent's the big word we going with. All right, so Austin, that white cracker motherfucker, he asked, he said, hey, let me see some of that dick. he Okay, this is the story. I'm going to tell you the story that you're going to use, Ashley. Austin goes, hey, let me see. Let me see. If you a real? You you really a guy? You pre-op? Let me see that dick. <laughs> and you say, what? Oh my god, yeah, I'll show you my dick. And you just you know that's that's the story. You got it? Yeah. That's the story. All right, good. That's good. What? You gotta have. I gotta keep the white man down, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I gotta keep the minorities up and yeah. the white man down. So I got you, baby. <laughs> Actually, you Latina bitch, right? Yeah. You a Latina ass bitch. Dante, yeah, I mean, yeah. you had plenty of crisis crises that you've had to lie your way out of. Yeah. Like with your second baby mama. Correct. There was that night when you were shooting dice yeah. down in East Oakland. Yeah. And uh you went upside the head on the bitch. Well, yeah, man. I mean, she kinda she kinda stepped in on the boys.
2: You know what yeah, I'm saying? And oh, I, I understand. I got, man, I got
0: I got my homies, man. They all out. We all wearing our wife beaters and shit, throwing. Throwing dice in the alley and shit, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> why is your wife beaters relevant? Well, you know, we like just, it's for the look, you know what uh, I'm so saying? You're saying I think what you're saying is because you beat your baby mama while wearing a wife beater, it's sort of like a rattlesnake warning a jogger. yeah It's like it's the jogger's fault if he gets near. I mean, you That's were right. wearing a wife beater. Clearly, we you were right. capable of and hitting we a woman all that night. Wearing a wife beaters, man. And, and my homie wanted to smack her upside the head, too. He could have. And I would have said shit. I would have said, uh, good, homie. Next time, put a little bit more of that hip into it, man. You know what I'm saying? Just like in the, in the between the lies and the gridiron, man. Really hit that bitch. Teach her a lesson, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's good. That's good that you have a communal wife-hitting policy. Yeah, it's all good, man. I'm so glad you're the head cool. of HR for this company. I really yeah, I am. got it, man. Yeah. know, yeah, I, I handle some crazy motherfuckers, man. Man, what was it like visiting your old town again? I mean, you go there all the time. I guess there's nothing that crazy about it. Yeah, and Zach is... SAC feels like being back in the Shire. There's slow pace of life. If you work in SAC and you're the receptionist at a dentist office, you're pretty much a big fish in the small pond that is the outskirts of Sacramento where I grew up. And therefore, when I'm back there, I feel like a king. I feel like a king. And I feel like I can put my feet up because I've already done enough to be successful in Sacramento. So the stress disappears. You know, like your neighbor's just a guy with some overalls and a oh. dip in his mouth, just like, oh, why well, are you dating, welcome back home. Your parents gonna... sure do make a fuss about you when you're gone. Huh. And it's like, you know, it's that's that's different than like a fucking Armenian real estate agent driving a Maserati who lives next to you in LA. Yeah. And uh, the thing about, uh, I think Sack, do you want me to, I, I kind of want to do an improv where I, I want to be a guy that you grew up with that talks about, you what you're up to now in LA compared to what he's up to? Do you want me to be a little bit of a hater, or do you want me to be like a guy that loves you? Because I kind of want to be like I feel like someone- I don't like, know. It's your improv, dude. Make the call. All
2: right, dude. Well, I feel I'm like a little it's stoned.
0: Like, all right. It's like, yeah, that Danny Mullen, he's a good guy, man. Yeah, you see that? He's kind of a rock star now, man. He got a high girl and stuff, and he's, got, uh, he's doing them videos and stuff. But, you know, he does some crazy stuff. I Am mean, I just like a random dude? Yeah, you're just a random oh, dude. Oh, yeah, he can do some crazy stuff. He does some crazy stuff, man. I think he just goes around dropping M-bombs, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what he does. All right, so this whole role play <laughs> was sorry. designed to accuse me of dropping <laughs> I'm M-bombs. I'm sorry, dude. That's stupid, dude. I'm sorry. Cut that, Austin. It's okay. So, um,. Yeah. What else? We met a guy at the dispensary who used to be one of my roommates. The manager of the dispensary we went to before we left town in San Francisco was once my roommate in the 74 Eastwood Drive barracks I lived in in San Francisco from yeah. age 25 to 26, where gangbangs would happen nightly. There was all sorts of debauchery and male penis showing. And him and I almost came to blows over his habit of waking up at nine a.m. and freestyle rapping really loud Excuse after me. I had just worked till three a.m. in a restaurant. That sounds terrifyingly annoying. Um, were the raps decent? I don't know. Something like this. It was like uh, I, I was gonna try to do a rap summarizing the entire situation of Seventy Four Eastwood Drive. I'm gonna try it now. Oh wow! It was like, yo, I'm Greg. And I don't have a third leg. I have a small cock. I've got my hands covered in. Sh- this is going not good. <laughs> I'm not. There's. I don't know what I. I can't do it. I can't rap. Right. So it was better than that. Is how he would rap. But. I, uh, yeah, I would just get so fed up with these guys waking me up that I would go over there. And when I went over there one morning to look in and be like, stop fucking rapping, I realized they had a squatter in there. They moved in a squatter to subsidize their rent without telling anybody in the house. And he was a dude who slept in a suitcase on the floor, Mm -hmm. sleeping bag on the floor, not a suitcase, a sleeping bag on the floor. and. We tolerated it somehow as a house, which is unbelievably spineless of us to just be like, okay, yeah, I'm down to share our bathroom and utilities with a random guy who's not paying for or taking care of anything. Did he say he was down and out or anything like that? That No, not really. I don't know. We just didn't want to do with it because they were scary and they like smoked weed and they were kind of ghetto. But one of them is now a really nice guy. He's, he's put on a little bit of weight, honestly. Why would you mention that? Oh yeah, Leo, asking. you didn't notice that? Well, I mean, yeah, he put on a little weight, but, but my question, you know, the first question I asked Danny when I met this guy is that, uh, was he the guy that, that you ejaculated on? No, I, he story. was not. But also this guy, Greg, I just want to I want to come back from saying that he put on a little weight by saying that he's the general manager of a dispensary and he now has a two-bedroom apartment in the Fillmore District, which he's come a long way since he was bringing in squatters to help pay his $700 a month rent. He, he, co- he, he couldn't afford like... Three hundred and fifty dollars a month in rent. They had to bring in another guy because him and his brother were already in there together, and then another guy. Three fifty was three fifty was too much in rent. Yeah. I've, now he's uh, got a two bedroom though. I've uh, I've had to tell people to, that you know they can't they can't live on my couch for more than a week. I give people if they have a guy come in like that, like a roommate or something, and uh, you get a new roommate. You know, I had Jacob for a while, then I, you know now I have a new guy, Andrew. And uh, both of them, both of them have had some guests come by, and maybe wear out their welcome a little bit. Then I got, then I get like peshy around the house. You got to get a little peshy around. Yeah, the house yeah. Be really annoyed, like, oh guys, come on, man, no smoking in the house, dude. All right, thanks. Hey, no smoking in the house. You start saying stuff like that, and then like, hey man, uh, you wake them up a little early. Maybe you're like dressed, ready to go to work, and you knock on their door like, hey guys, uh, to, you know, please don't leave like plates out uh, yeah. and, like in front of the TV. Uh, and like, don't clean them out before like the night before, because it start. It's the, the house smells a little bit. All right, guys. So uh, make sure you clean up. All right, guys. Cool. So then I start being annoying as shit like that until I finally go. Hey, listen, man. Uh, you know we're we're paying a lot of rent here, and uh, you know uh, I can't really have you kind of living here uh, more than a week, man. I'm sorry. So if you want to like go get a hotel, I know, some, I know some good deals. If you go in the valley, you probably find something for 80, 90 bucks, man. So. Uh, hey yeah man so you know if it's cool man i got some i got you know i make some excuse like, oh, i got some family coming at his house so if it's cool maybe like tomorrow or something you can try to find a hotel and you gotta you get him out so if you have this problem how long has somebody stayed over at your we place had, recently um uh, we had like a two-weeker dude that's pretty recently like fuck? two years like a year ago judge one of his boys he was he was cool though but yeah. he stayed like a couple weeks like on the couch dude It was kind of annoying and then i made him go in his room the second week i was like well now I, i'd rather prefer you sleep in andrew's room and andrew was down he's like oh yeah yeah we'll do that yeah i got peshy. i got peshy on a kid when i lived with noah back at our first house in la where the, this podcast used to be broadcast out of he, he looked like steve aoki the guy yeah an asian dude with long hair and he would just be like passed out on the couch at noon all the time and i think it was only like two or three days, but then he said he was going to extend his trip, yeah. and I kind of went peshy on him in front of, like, all the other guys, and I was like, dude, how long are you going to be here? You gotta leave. Wow. And it was kind of mean, and I remember the kid looked startled. No, I mean, that's okay, man. I saw one time, I had to go to Jack Doherty's house. Uh, you know, he's a big OnlyFans manager now, and he's killing it, whatever. He makes a lot of money, I hear, from, uh, from Jacob, but we, um, there were three pack dudes just squatting in his, uh, Beverly Hills Mansion, dude. And one of the, like the roommates just brought him over and they had stayed like three weeks, dude. And then they brought me over to like be like kind of like security just in case they wanted to punch like just try to be like like force their way into staying in the Beverly Hills mansion. But Doherty went off on him and they just left. It was pretty pretty nuts. Said he was like 18, like you, right? you made that story sound like the way you described that, it sounds like three random black dudes from Compton. Just found an empty bedroom and set up shop in there. Uh, well, a guy brought him over. And they stayed three weeks, dude. I mean, that's pretty gnarly, no? Were they social media people? Yeah, kind of. Just buddies of a guy. Not really heavy social media people. Huh? Yeah, it was pretty wild. Uh. But I uh, mean, he he got rid of them, man. I'll, I'll be honest. But I was there just like as a and muscle. I felt like a just like a, a muscle, like like an Italian mobsters, like sons, you fucking like bodyguard that just wanted to just make sure that he doesn't get his ass beat but it was funny yeah jack doherty he made an appearance in a video of ours called our canceled comedy show a really really underrated bit i think where i'm presenting fake nfts to tiktokers (laughs) i made it was ahead of its time too it was like right at the start of the nft craze and jack delherty had a 25 grand a month mansion in the flats of beverly hills yeah Beautiful, beautiful home that I think his neighbor finally uh, or his landlord finally had enough and kicked his ass out. Yeah. But now he's making probably a hundred grand a month. Oh no. Pimping dude. out eighteen-year-old chicks on OnlyFans. Yeah. He In a good does, way, I like Jack Doherty. Yeah, and he's only 19, I think himself. So he's, I think he's he's got an OnlyFans too. Listen, and his parents. Do he has an OnlyFans. Yeah, does he pulls his cock? Look down. it up. Look he it up. Says, dude, it's some, it's show, like it kind of suggests that he might, but I don't think he does. Pull up. His, I don't think he. I think Jacob would have already sent me a picture of it had he done it, dude. He, he knows what's up. Let's Wait, see. Me look and into Jacob it. looked up the Cigar Guy ass fingering video one night, dude. When we were hammered, dude. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Really fucked up. Cigar Guy when he came on the No Jumper Patreon with me and Kazumi. And some other Asian chick fingered yeah. his dirty asshole, and then he went crazy and fled the state. Yeah, well, yeah, he got I, his ass ate by a you know a man. Yeah, he did get you. his ass eaten it by was a trans man too. Man, trans woman, trans woman. I don't think Detron's trans. I think Detron is just a gay guy, a very fucking gay guy. Yeah, yeah, I think he's just a gay dude. Yeah, he was a, a gay dude. A it very wasn't gay, a, trans, yeah. a very gay black man ate our friend cigar, ex friend cigar guy's asshole when oh, cigar God. guy pr- pretended to be straight i'll tell you what though cigar guy would have absolutely loved you ashley yeah he would have fucked your ass Ashley. i think he would have 100 right like no yeah yeah why is he an ex-friend because no, he fled the state he disappeared i i hear that he's well there's all these tall tales about where he may be but i i believe in my heart that he's in the bahamas i believe in my he heart bar. i think he's in minnesota minnesota what's yeah. he doing in minnesota i just think a guy with that pale complexion probably doesn't want too much sun I see him wearing like like a Hawaiian shirt and a hat every day. You know, how he wore a hat everywhere and every yeah. day. So I think like he's wearing like one of those like like a you know like a straw hat, and he's in all white linen and working on a little uh, a little hut, selling uh, selling like. Cuba Libres, you know what I mean? Which yeah. is like coconut with rum. Dude. Good drink, very good drink. It's a good drink, especially yeah. for that climate. Absolutely. I remember, one of the things I remember about Cigar Guy, I always back Cigar Guy. I think he was a great conversationalist. and To me, he was a great friend. I always liked Cigar Guy. Yeah. One thing he did though, that was like not, like, not shady, but it was just a funny business tactic, is he printed up a bunch of merch that had a dick picture of his he liked to call the one the one yeah his favorite dick picture a favorite dick picture and i kind of respect it now because i have since i've gotten single taken a couple dick pictures that i'm like wow this it basically doesn't look like my cock yeah because everybody knows the boner they get when they just jerk off at noon on a tuesday That. 69 to 70% full Aww. boner, oh, yeah. It it's like a different cock than the cock you have when your cock is just ripping and ready to go, yeah. baby. Yeah. And sometimes if you capture it at that moment where it's like a fucking tiger trying to get through the bars when you're wagging a steak in its face, yeah. well, that's what your cock feels like, dude, that thing, like that's what the one was. Right. And I kind of respect that now, that he had that perfect image of his cock that made it look an inch or two bigger. Right. But he put it on merch and he tried to do a merch drop and he said he sold out. Like he posted it, a long sleeve and a hoodie, 100 units each, 200 total. And they were up for like 10 minutes. And then the next story was sold out for the long sleeve. And then like two minutes later, sold out for the hoodie. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. you got five thousand followers on Instagram, and you sold two hundred shirts with your fucking penis <laughs> on them. Your yeah. throbbing erect penis. Yeah. You sold two hundred units in like twenty minutes. Right. Nah. <laughs> nah. Because I've sold merch, and it's it, dude, merch does not. It does not translate. Like, if your video gets one hundred and fifty thousand views,
2: maybe
0: you're moving like a, a hundred. Or 150 of like a really nice design in a week. Yeah. That was my experience. Not a cock in like 20 minutes. You're not selling out. Well, if you have the cock cigar guy shirt, comment down below. I'm actually very curious. I am too. Somebody's got a somebody's gonna show up at a show with that. Somebody show up to a show wearing a cigar guy cock shirt. It would be amazing. It would be nice. Nico, maybe you? Nico, did you buy all of them? Is that why they sold out so quick? Nico has an obsession with penises, and it's it's not our thing. He likes to bring them up all the time. He's the one that talks about them the most. Yeah, like this morning when I was trying to order on the menu, I was like, Nico, uh, eggs Benedict, uh, bacon sandwich. What are you gonna order? Nico just goes penis, and I'm like, what? That's it's childish. It's that's, in- It's not on the menu, and no. like you could tell, like Nico, just it was involuntary. It was, he's got right. penis Tourette's. Oh yeah. He likes penis-shaped food. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, Nico. I mean. Asking them to bring out a cock pancake was a little much, you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like the Latino guys. I mean, they, yeah, <laughs> they had to endure a couple of jokes from us already, and now you got really, really serious. You had such a stern voice when you told them that they need to also make you a cock pancake. And they're Catholic. You right. think it kind of goes against their traditional values. Yeah, and you know just i mean thank god you're making them make cock pancakes and not you're not their stock broker because you All fucking have some shitty ass ideas about that yeah and you guys i don't know if you know this but he does have like uh it's kind of a thing that nico does a lot on the road is a uh, older cock pancakes and the thing is about that is that every single time he has to tip like heavily when, <laughs> to get these cock pancakes so we actually did the math and he could have had so many shares of tesla But it's all going to to tips. Yeah. Random diners all over the place for these pancakes. It's just, Nico... It's fucking. You don't know the value of a dollar, dude. You really don't, man. It's, the things you spend money on are horrific. Brunch, horrific. other right. people's brunch. Because he snaps his fingers and, and he, he points. points at tables and he gets the maitre d to pay for other brunches on his tab. Right. The just the just to continue having the name, the brunch god. You know, it's, just to be known as the brunch god. And I, I mean, granted, uh, most people down in Laguna Beach know who you are and know you are the brunch god, right? But it just seems fucking weird, dude. It just, it just seems weird yeah. that like you won't eat a. Pancake, yeah. unless you pay a reluctant Roman Catholic Mexican to right. make it into the shape of a phallus. Right, it's uh, it's a little disturbing, I'd say. The thing about you being a brunch god in Laguna is it does give you a name, and I, I think you've been taking it overboard with these these costumes you've been wearing to brunch. I mean, I, I don't. You wore a three piece suit and a and a monocle. Yeah, yeah. It, Nico the bowler right the showing, up the bowl, or showing up with a watch a gold watch on a chain dude it's like right. who are you a banker in the 1950s in london dude is that what you are is that what you are every time you go to brunch in laguna beach dude right. it's like you look like you look yeah you look like al capone doing a brunch dude it just doesn't make sense man it's it's ostentatious yeah, it's, the brunch it's it's really yeah. like they say that a man who has to tell you how important he is right when he meets you isn't yeah. important at all. Right. And it's like, you're basically just announcing like, Oh, I I'm, I'm rich. I'm rich. Yeah. And like the girls look at you and they think like, they see you as a man whose self confidence is this small, right? Is right. This small, hundred percent, man. I mean, yeah, sure. Some people might know you as the guy that paid for their brunch, but do they even know your real name, Nico? You know, they, they keep probably, they probably describe some of the stuff you've done I heard that you had one. One of the times you had uh, maracas, and and you were wearing a Mexican like uh, you know one of those big mariachi hats, and you were you had a bigger fake mustache on, and you would go around and you'd you'd like whistle and hit the maracas. And then people had to take tequila shots, just straight handle pours right into their mouth. So you would pour like handle pours right into like girls' mouths at brunch. See, Nico, what you're doing is, this comes back to your love of big corporations. Right. Like you, I mean, you were at a Senior Frog's for brunch that day. Correct. And you're going and you're doing like the fucking, you're like the, the tequila girl that they have in Vegas or down in Cancun. Right. And you're, you're just working for free to right. like boost Senior Frog's standing on the fucking New York Stock Exchange, dude. And that's another time where you're just irresponsible with money because they offer you tips at the end of the night because you're just affecting the bottom line so, like it's so profitable what you're doing. And you, instead of taking the tips and maybe buying a couple of AI stocks, you refuse the tips. Nico, I mean, they're right. You do look like the perfect Mexican boy when you have the sombrero on and you have the bandoleros and you have the maracas. Like, I mean, you you should be charging an arm and a leg to be not only the tequila boy at the restaurant, but maybe the mascot for the entire Senior Frogs chain. Right. They need a boost. Right. Like their stock is in the toilet. I know you like it that way. Like I yeah. know you like it when a stock's low and you yeah. think it's like taking advantage of the company to own it when the stock's high. Right. And Danny how often do we does he get calls when we're on like trips on the weekend because senior frogs they're just so upset because they know that like their bottom line's going to be affected cuz Nico isn't going to be there to not only just buy a bunch of people's you know like brunches mm-hmm. but to be the tequila guy to be the mascot to be there I to know. just make to like get everybody hammered so they spend a lot of money too you know It's, it's the like, vibe dude like yeah, it- Nico Nico has the vibe and Leo, it's not only Senior Frogs that calls us we're on the road for the right. weekends. Dude, Morgan Stanley. right? Morgan Stanley called me at the International Investment Bank uh-huh. and they're like, uh, hey, uh, is Nico Villacresis with you by any chance? And I go, uh, yeah, why? And they're like, well, uh, you know, usually on Fridays he swings by here and he just leaves a pile of money on the counter and we say, right. are you depositing this into an account? And he says, no, it's just yours to speculate with. Right. He goes, he goes, you can be risky with it, or you can just buy some safe stocks, maybe put them in some Roth IRAs. I don't care what you do. Yeah, he, he wants, but it, they're not for him is right. the point. It's not for like, him, yeah. He wants the bank, Morgan Stanley, to have more capital right. to fuck over small African nations with. Right, like, he, what, you, I mean, that must be what you want. You just don't, Nico, like can you please give us your rationale for that one, for yeah, giving please. money willingly to an international investment bank? Right.
1: No, they have jobs too. They got to put money on the table. They employ a
0: lot of people. You mean they got to put food on the table? <laughs> they gotta put money on the table. Oh, Maybe true. this is where you're going yeah. wrong. Your whole life you thought it was you got to put some money on the table and not food on the table. the the, the term is you got to let's get stupid some stupid food stupid on the table.
1: Food on the table. Well, it's not eat. money on
0: the table, <laughs> dude. Listen,
1: Morgan Stanley would uh, really, really like what I do. All right. They do really yeah, like they the do you. Like no, it, dude. no, the guy Morgan Stanley. Oh yeah,
0: you well, it was a guy. they're two different guys, but yeah, it's Morgan people. Well, you don't know the Morgan, well,
1: wait, who the fuck am I going to then? I'm th- thinking i <laughs> an, an you off You thought you were bank. just
0: directly helping Morgan Stanley's pocket? Morgan. you want a guy? You thought Morgan Stanley was just like a bloke in your neighborhood <laughs> who was <laughs> yeah. experiencing hard times? You yeah. thought it was a local business? You thought you were buying local? You felt like no? He thought it was a guy. He thought Morgan Stanley was a dude who like lived at fucking 82 West Laguna Street <laughs> who needed some help with a rent. That's oh, what he said he is thought. That what you thought. You thought he he had a nice place and maybe he was going under cuz covid was kind of hurt his business or something so you just leave him money to help. Him. No, Morgan Stanley that's that's not no, Nico. He's not it's not a guy. It's Morgan is in JP Morgan, right? <laughs> of the Morgan banking dynasty. I don't know who Stanley is. Stanley some <laughs> other banker dude. Right. But they're they're both dead. And yeah. now they just have this massive financial firm that carries on yeah. like a, a specter of the two dead men. Correct, Jesus, fucking people over, charging exorbitant interest rates, yeah. and uh, pretty much profiting off financing foreign wars. Yeah. So, Nico, you learn something new every day. Well, yeah, you give money to that organization, Nico. What are you going to do to kind of like, like, what are what are your, some of your financial goals for the future? I mean, besides what be you told us. Rich. Well, let's talk about. Uh, what that's what I wanted us. to talk about. Yeah. I wanted to talk about a certain tweet that got Nico in some hot water. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just say that Nico had a little interview for a uh, for job, and he had gone to the third interview, and then uh, they had a question for him, and they brought it up on their computer screen. Now the tweet, Nico. Why don't you tell tell everybody what the tweet was? They got you in hot water.
1: Austin, Texas. Top 10 pussy airports in the U.S.
0: Correct. So, so they Open ask eye you, emoji. So they ask you, did you write this tweet?
1: They said, is this your tweet? Yes. Yeah.
0: And you said yes.
1: Yes, I fucking admitted to it.
0: And then what did they say?
1: We can't work with someone we can't be associated with this kind of stuff. They said that face to face? Yeah, face to
0: face. Damn dude. Were they like sorta of like, yeah, sorry about it, man. I think it's funny personally. Ha <laughs> we just can't do it professionally. Were they at all consoling? They
1: weren't they weren't mean or consoling. It was kind of like indifferent. And it was real quick and I like, right. should have told me over the phone. Alright, let me ask you a question.
0: Who did you movies. did you know someone there? Because I think someone ratted you out.
1: I mean for a place, you know this just as well as I do. When you get when you go for jobs, they're gonna do a background. of like, hey, who is this guy? Like, what more does he post? And then, I, you would know, you go to my, someone's
0: Twitter? I mean, I don't know. I think they why don't they just run a background check? Who cares about your social media? You know?
1: That's what I thought. But yeah.
0: They just don't like. like what comment. if you had an OnlyFans? Would they like discriminate you?
1: Well, my name on OnlyFans would be like Little Wee Wee McGee, so they couldn't find my name. Lil yeah. Wee- but Wee- my McGee. name was on my Twitter.
0: The names are fucked up on OnlyFans. Nico, yeah. uh, I what I don't like is, I mean, who, what kind of man with a beating heart is going to say that Austin isn't a top 10 pussy airport? It's just the one of the easiest calls, like, you could possibly make. It is, not only is it, it's a good airport, and there's some good pussy in the Austin airport. There's a lot of girls coming from L.A., there's girls going to New York and whatever, yeah. you know. They're going, to, there's a lot of ladies coming through there, man. Leo, I think just like Jordan Peterson and the Babylon Bee and a couple of big profiles were told by Twitter, pre-Elon Musk, that, hey, this tweet violates our terms of service, whether it's misgendering or whether it's quote, unquote, hate speech, we need you to delete it. Otherwise, your account is gonna be locked indefinitely. Right. And Jordan Peterson and the Babylon Bee refused to zip up their mouths. They refused to let the state or big tech get control of their tongue. Right. Nico, tell me that you likewise stood by your tweet that Austin is a top 10 pussy airport and refused yeah. to delete it. Tell me that. Tell us that.
1: No, I folded like a beach chair. You deleted it? I deleted it.
0: You deleted your entire Twitter.
1: I put it on hold. What is that? It? Uh, put put the Twitter
0: on hold. All Nico, All right. what? The, the, you're denying the authentic you. Nico, you already didn't really, get the yeah. gig. You might as well keep the Twitter up until your next, like right before your first interview. Maybe you know, make the t- make the Twitter private or something. All you gotta do is make it private, yeah. And then you'd be good, unless you got a secret follower in there that's like some hater. Maybe, Nico, maybe Laguna, maybe maybe being the brunch god has gotten people a little jealous. Yeah, Maybe there's some <laughs> jealous eyes out there. I mean. You're wearing these bowler hats. You're wearing these great outfits. You know what it, I mean? It's, it's ridiculous, Nico. You, you, you top have top. you have a motorized tie right, that right. spins. Everybody knows about the motorized tie that yeah, spins. It spins and it, it makes a little. It has, it's got a little jingle to it. I mean, you know, Nico, you are obsessed with drawing attention to yourself at brunch, and right. I just don't get why you won't draw attention to yourself as an authentic being on the internet. Because, right. like, I mean, name ten better airports than Austin for pussy. You can't. You can't, man. And it was just a true statement. And I don't understand why a man suggesting that there's beautiful women in a location in maybe a slightly derogatory way, mentioning "pussy," <laughs> you know what I mean? A doubt in Airport. It, it is, though. It, it really is. is. Yes, and, and it that's is. And the, that's the fact. That's what where you'd win in court. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that that's what it would come down to. I think the prosecutor would be in there, you know, representing... The company that didn't hire you, and and they'd be like, "Well, listen, this guy said this derogatory thing," and it, it would just take like day. Uh, maybe maybe Mister Mullen, Mister Judge Mullen. What do you think Judge Mullen would have to say? Should we call him and ask him? Yeah, I, I we can call him. I think he would say that uh, the real estate firm is a top ten pussy real estate firm for fucking turning you down. Yeah, yeah let's call him, dude. Let's call him and ask him for his you know his his, his, his true. Uh, his feelings about this. Yeah, let's call him. This is, it just couldn't hurt.
2: Can I call him, Grandpa?
0: Sure. You into that? Hey, Jenny. Hey, Dad. So we're, uh, we're filming a podcast right now, just letting you know. I just wanted some general legal advice. Yeah, all right. So,
2: uh, you get what you pay for.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, Nico, Dad has been applying to some part-time real estate jobs to sort of supplement his income during the week. Right. And is that correct, Nico? Yes. And then recently, one—well, they didn't hire him based on a tweet they found. So, yeah, I know you watched the videos, Dad. It wasn't anything he's done. It wasn't him blacked out. In the wizard of oz video it wasn't right. him in the orange jumpsuit hopping around they found a tweet dad that said austin texas colon one of the top 10 pussy airports in the united states <laughs> and they didn't bring him true? on they, they, they refused to work with him that's true they they refuse to work with him but dad i defy you i just ch- uh, posed this challenge to nico i defy you to name me 10 better pussy airports <laughs> i agree yeah i know you, dad my dad goes to austin all the time that's on pussy hunts dude, that's hilarious i do yeah he does he does oh my so God. what do you think dad is that i mean can nico prove the truth of that tweet in an open court and perhaps get that job back
2: I think so. I think you <laughs> just have to come in and show, you know, you know, hotel receipts, uh, used up uh, condoms. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. You yeah, yeah. have yeah. to use up Prove condoms. it up pretty easily. Oh wow! It, it'd help if you he got a few witnesses, you know, a couple of babes you met. But yeah, the, yeah. There, it's not essential.
0: Like that, if 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 Nico. If,
2: if, and if he was a burro or something like that, then know, yeah, just yeah. you know. And that, it's female um, would
0: need like to calls be? Calls Ask me. him if there would need to be pictures of his penis in court as evidence. Dad loves the, uh, the fucking, the donkey fucking jokes. Dad, um, basically, I mean, if, if Nico were able to produce, say, um, the, a pair of panties <laughs> covered in seminal fluid that used to belong to a Cinnabon employee who worked <laughs> at the Austin airport, do you think that would be, you know, the smoking gun? Yeah, I think so. I, okay. he, 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 I think it would work. Why don't we give a couple more examples? Definitely. Okay. What about a, what about like a selfie video of him getting blown by one of the by, by one of the Man, wager there, or maybe a bartender? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because Dad Nico really wanted that job. You know, he really wanted to carry around <laughs> his. You better. You know, I refuse these fucking big corporations. Nico, you can't use the GH five. It's my camera. But uh, yeah, he really wanted Dude. to go film some foyers and bathrooms and fucking attics and shit. And I just, I feel like he's got the right to do that. That tweet be damned. I agree. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, yeah. thank you for
0: the legal advice. Well, thank you, Dad. Oh, also, he's, Dad, he's, he's been wronged. wronged. He's been wronged.
2: He's been wrong. He, he's this a contact is... a lawyer? I would suggest uh, Michael Jackson's lawyer. Yeah, Michael Jackson's
0: lawyer. I, I think it's probably Johnny Cochran, who we mentioned earlier yeah, today. That. Well, that would work too. Yeah, Johnny. I, mean, I think he's dead,
2: though, and
0: Yeah, he's up. dead. He's dead. But you know, maybe we go to uh, a medium and we can contact him from beyond the
2: grave. That's true. You could. <laughs> I'm sure there's several there in Austin, and maybe some of them are female and they helped
0: me a witness. Oh, them. that'd be great too. And then you know, Nico, the being the pimp, he is, will probably defile him dad we uh we already talked about this on this we already talked about this on the podcast dad but legitimately we saved uh we saved a junkie this weekend we went up we were filming and we went up to the apartment of a of a, a fentanyl addict who said his girlfriend was overdosing we saw her completely unconscious with her mouth open we called the fire department and they came and revived her
2: oh yeah you know nowadays they say you got to carry one of those uh it's not an EpiPen. NARCAD.
0: NARCAD. Yeah. But Dad, tell me yeah. I'm a fucking hero.
2: Fucking a fucking A. Hey, I'm a hero. For, and for that alone, uh, if Nico filmed it, he should tell that real estate company
0: that Oh yeah. Too. Nico, you got to send it, because Nico was doing chest compressions. He's got to send in the video of him doing chest compressions and be yeah. like, and tell
2: him he, he's he guys doing it at the up. Austin airport, you know? That yeah. Would, yeah. And, uh, that would uh, protect him. And then he fucked her. Yeah. We yeah. should do a video yeah. proving <laughs> a comp-
0: for saving the life <laughs> yeah, that's right, Dad. We should do a video that's proving right. that the, the airport is the pussy capital. It's the pussy, pussy airport. Yeah, we'll get the data. Well, Dad, thank you so much for calling in. Um, it's been great. I, I feel like our case is that much stronger now, and I just what wanted is. to let you know that I'm a hero. I think it is. Thank I think you, I think Dad. It is. You guys are
2: all golden.
0: Thank you so much, Dad. I appreciate you. All right. All Hi, right, Dad. Talk to let later. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, you're in good shape, Nix. Wow. Nix, uh, how long have we been rolling on these pods?
1: Um, we're at um,
0: my mic says uh 40
1: plus 30.
0: My mic like says 116. So. 116? Yeah. All right. Well, do we have any final thoughts? How do you how do you guys want to do this here? Well, no, it's been it's been great, man. I uh it's been an interesting pod. We had uh, we wanted to get it on on time to you guys, so uh, I'm going to run it back to Austin and and Dino, uh, and uh, and get it up for you guys on a Tuesday. But uh, no, it's been it's been a wonderful pot. I mean, I you know we might have to cut it a little short because we want to be able to focus on driving home and getting home safe. But uh, also, I don't know if this audio or I don't know how nauseating this is going to be to watch. I'm not yeah. sure. Ashley, do you have anything you want to share?
1: Be
2: loud. Um,
0: yeah. kinda Happy, kinda... Happy Pride Month, by the way.
2: What? Oh yeah, yeah, it's my month. Be loud. Um, I kind of got groped at LAX low key.
0: Hell yeah. Oh yeah, tell us about this. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was
2: going through the machine and then like I walk out of the machine and then there's like the image of like me and there's a giant red X on my crotch and then like we have to pat you down.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. and did the they find? The lady that
2: pat me down, I don't think she realized, but she like, she like slapped my dick basically.
0: What she sues you?
2: Well, I don't know.
0: You could, my dad can find somebody to represent you. Maybe Jim Gernucci. Listen, kid, fucking Nico. Remember when Nico, when he called up Jim Gernucci? Oh, yeah. Oh, is
1: that the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: When the you guy? called him up, yeah. and you're like, I don't want to go to jail. And he was like, listen, little boy, I'm not going to let him put you on the slammer. right right, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to look a jury right in the eye, and I'm going to tell him, you're innocent, dead to rights. Remember when Jim Gernucci called him? You could almost smell the bourbon on his <laughs> breath through the phone. Yeah, it was Christmas time, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm fucking, well, I'm still trying to resolve that case. But guys, it's been the Leo it's and Danny show. It's been the show. Leo and Danny show. With Ashley and Neeks. Ashley and Neeks.